How's it going, everyone, and welcome to the number one Raiders podcast in the world. My name is Stephen Michaels. This is the Raiders Daily. All right, let's get right to it. I know I have not been uh, doing the podcast in the last couple of weeks. That's probably going to be a trend. You got to remember, I have my own subscription site where I do video shows pretty much Monday through Friday, so I don't have a lot of time to do these podcasts, so I try to do them once every two weeks. It doesn't matter anyways, because no one comes close to my ratings. I'm still the ratings king. I demolish demolish the competition. There's no one even close. No one even close to how many uh, listeners I get and views I get and all that nonsense. There's no one even close because really, I'll tell you why. It comes down to this. Now, I don't want to talk about myself too much, but real quick, it comes down to this. There are a bunch, like, I don't know, 20, I'm guessing, Raider fan cast. I don't do a fan cast, okay? I know football. I've been studying football since I've been eight years old. I know the ins and outs of football. I know everything about football. Now, when you get a Raider fan, when he does a fan cast, he's just guessing things and saying what he hopes will happen. And, uh, you know, just it's just another fan talking. Who cares? Who cares? I don't care to listen to some random fan talk about his opinion. His opinion doesn't matter. Mine does because I'm smarter and I'm better and I know things that he will never know. I know things that these people dream of knowing. And that's why I'm the best in the world at what I do. And that is covering the Oakland Raiders because I cover all aspects. I cover the team. I cover the media. I cover everything. Anything that has to do with the Raiders, I cover. So let's get right into it. The 2018 season has wrapped up. It was a disappointing season, but it kind of fell off the rails as soon as the Cleo Mack trade. It never really got started. I mean, you're kind of lucky the Raiders won four games the way they looked. Going into the season, if you kept Cleo Mack and maybe Amari Cooper, maybe if they were clicking a little more, got a little bit better in free agency, which they really didn't do because, honestly, there was no one left after the Cleo Mack thing fell through. So they really couldn't get any pieces together, and Gruden had to work with what he had to work with. I mean, let's not forget here, he had guys retiring during the season. Dominic Rogers Cromartie actually retired during the season because he couldn't take it anymore. That locker room, I'm not going to lie to you, it was dysfunctional for the first, I would say, seven, seven weeks. But then, but then, they all started to get it. And it's funny. It's funny because that locker room really got tight around week 10, 10 or 11, around then, right after the 49ers loss. I don't remember when that was, but they got really tight after that. And mostly I think the reason why, well, it's not even what I think. I I actually know this. One of the reasons why is because they got rid of Bruce Irvin, who was a huge cancer to 
to the Raiders than what has he done since he left. Uh, and they got rid of Amari Cooper. Two guys that a lot of players did not like in that locker room. If you notice, you don't see Derek Carr talking about Amari Cooper the way he talks about Cleo Mack. If you notice. You know, players actually did like Cleo Mack where not a lot of people liked Amari Cooper. And they certainly did not like Bruce Irvin. Bruce Irvin would go around that locker room telling players not to try hard. That's a guy that Gruden wanted out the door immediately. He was a fraud, but I talked about him too many times on this show. He's not a part of the Raiders, so let's move on. So anyways, the season ends. They lose against the Kansas City Chiefs to end the season, which is concerning to me. That I got to talk about this now. Now, Derek Carr, is he going to be the franchise quarterback? Because he is way too inconsistent for me. He really is. First of all, Derek Carr, here's a fun fact for all the Raider Nation. He has never won in Kansas City. He has never won in Kansas City. This guy, I mean, he's terrible in cold weather games. Terrible. Terrible. One of the worst, I think he is the worst, ranked starting quarterback in cold weather games in a National Football League. That is concerning because if you want to be a Super Bowl team, you got to go to New England in December. You got to go to Kansas City. You play them twice a year in December. You got to go to Denver. You got to go to all these cold weather places. And if your quarterback cannot beat a divisional rival like the Kansas City Chiefs in their own place, then you're never going to be good. It's just not going to happen. You've got to be able to beat the Kansas City Chiefs. And so far in Derek Carr's career, which, by the way, he came in in 2014. He immediately was a starter. He has never beaten the Kansas City Chiefs at Arrowhead. And that, my friends, is not good. That is concerning. His record in cold weather games, it is concerning. Also, the fact that John Gruden has been preaching to Derek Carr week after week after week. Please use your legs. They're doing most of these plays where they do an option play or a fake handoff play where Derek Carr does a rollout or even a simple, a simple pass play. He's supposed to check his wide receiver, check his hot route if it's not there, check his other routes if they're not there. Then he's supposed to take off with his legs. This is what Gruden has been preaching to this guy since week one. Use your legs and play smart football. If the play's not there, throw it away. But you can use your legs. Derek Carr has yet to do that. He didn't do that all season, really. He really didn't run at all. And that is concerning. So I'm telling you, the Raiders do, they could move on from Derek Carr if you look at the contract situation and things like that. I mean, it's not, I don't think they would do it, to be completely honest. I think they will keep Derek Carr for one more year and see how it goes. But if they were to move on from Derek Carr, now would be the time to do it. Just because of his contract. Just because of the contract alone, if you think, hey, listen, I'm never going to win a Super Bowl with this guy. It's just never, ever going to happen. This is the season. Because they have a potential out 
two years, and it's a lot of money. It's $47 million, and they would only have $7.5 million and dead cap. So this would be the year to do it, really. Um, you know, if you just look at 2019, let's say they traded this guy, okay? They, they would have $7.5 million in dead cap and $15 million in cap savings. So, that's what you got to consider. I mean, like I said, a trade, it would certainly, certainly make sense if they did a trade with $7.5 million only, only in dead cap, and then, of course, the savings of $15 million. Now, if they, let's just say they released Derek Carr, it would be 2019 dead cap of two and a half million, 2020 dead cap of five million, five million dollars, and then a 2019 cap savings of 20 million dollars. So that's a lot of money, obviously, and so that's what that. That's pretty much my point. If they moved on from Derek Carr, they'd probably do it this season. It makes the most sense, really. I mean, yeah, you can do it in 2020. There's no doubt about that. Uh, but you can get out of it right now if they want to. If they really feel like this guy's not the right guy, then they can get out of it. Now, I don't like talking like that because, listen, I really think Derek Carr is a good quarterback. I really, truly believe that. I think this guy can be good. My whole problem is I I look at this guy and I don't see him scrambling. And that game against Kansas City, it was beyond awful. It was terrible. I mean, he's throwing a football to Reggie Ragland. I don't know who he's throwing to. That Jared Cook play... I know a lot of people can put it on Jared Cook, who, by the way, I don't know if he's going to be a Raider next season from what I'm hearing. It seems like he was not happy on Monday during the Mike Mayock press conference. I'll get there in a bit, but he wasn't happy inside the building. So I don't know. You know, it's early. We don't know, but it doesn't seem good. But anyways, you can blame it on Jared Cook all you want, but Derek Carr should have never thrown that football. I mean, you got to look, right? I mean, you at least got to look. And he didn't even look. He had a bad game again. And the bottom line is, he got smoked. They didn't even score a touchdown. Derek Carr did not even score a touchdown. And he loses to Kansas City again. So, yes, that is frustrating. But I want Derek Carr to be the guy. And like I said, I know he can play well. I know he can. I don't know if he's still got this broken leg thing in his brain. I don't know. It's been, what, two years now? I I don't know. I, I mean, I think I'm in the same boat with John Gruden. We are both kind of dumbfounded by this whole thing. All right, moving on. Moving on, because we got a lot of Raider news to cover. The Raiders hired Mike Mayock to be the general manager. Now, listen. To be honest with you guys, he's not really, really, really going to be the general manager. He is going to be a guy that helps out in the draft and in free agency. He has a good eye for talent, but they are going to be bringing in guys that do the cap and stuff like that. He doesn't know how to do that kind of stuff, but 
It's a smart hire, and I'll tell you why. And I don't care what these people say. I mean, these dummies that have no idea about football. I was watching one guy, I think it was on CBS Sports Radio. The guy, I mean, Jesus, he looks like a horse. Here's a horse face. This guy knows nothing about football, nothing about sports, just like a lot of these talking heads do. And some of these guys get radio shows, and that is what drives me crazy. They get a radio show. I should be on a radio. If I was on a radio show on any channel, on any dial, and I had to go head-to-head against these nerds, I would destroy them. I would make them quit radio because I would embarrass them weekly, daily, every single minute of the day because sports radio isn't really that much fun. So you need a guy like me that's going to call other people out. And this guy's a complete nerd. This guy's a dork who knows nothing about the Raiders. That's the problem. There's a lot of these guys who just hate the Raiders. They could be fantastic. They could win six, six Super Bowls in a row and they would find a way to bash them. That's the truth. This guy's name, Damon Amadolora. I don't even know how to say his name. He has the DA show. I guess that's because his name is impossible to say. But I guess he's on CBS Sports. He was criticizing the move. This guy is a piece of garbage. He doesn't know what he's talking about. Mike Mayock, listen, let's put things in perspective. All these teams, all of these general managers and head coaches, they're calling Mike Mayock all the time, all the time to get his input on what they should do in the draft. So why not go get the guy that all of these teams really, really want? I mean, why not? Why not get the guy that the Bill Belichick, by the way, has been using for the past seven years, asking his opinion, asking what he should do in the draft? Why not go get him and and then, guess what? You have them all to yourself. You don't have to worry about him giving information to other teams. You don't have to worry about his advice to Bill Belichick or Mike Tomlin. Now, he's exclusively working for you. And this is a guy who works all year long on the draft. This is a guy who knows he's coming out of the draft in 2022, for crying out loud. This guy knows college football. He knows this kind of stuff. Yes, it's an outside of a outside of the box hiring. Not many people would have done it because honestly, I don't think a lot of people thought about it. But here's the deal. Al Davis, he did think about it because Al Davis, he, he was trying to hire Mike Mayock for a couple of seasons. Uh, you know, this is probably four or five years before he died, but he tried getting Mike Mayock to work for the Raiders because all of these GMs, Bill Belichick, and I mean, that guy, he he's in love with him. He respects his opinion, but here's the thing. Mike Mayock and John Gruden and Paul Gunther, Mike Mayock and Paul Gunther have been friends for like 20 years. They're really close. It's a perfect fit. It's a perfect fit. I'm telling you one thing right now. This will not fail. I promise you. Now, not every single draft pick is going to be a home run. That's just stupid. I see a lot of talking heads say that. Oh, if not every single pick is going to be great, then the Raiders failed because they got the guru. And if he's wrong even once, then that means he's 
It's stupid. It's stupid talk. It's stupid talk. It's the same people that keep talking about Khalil Mack, Khalil Mack, Khalil Mack, Khalil Mack. Raiders are dumb. They traded Khalil Mack. Oh, my God. Look, they can't believe it. Khalil Mack's gone. The Raiders were bad without him. I mean, come on. They got two first-round picks for him. He went to Chicago, where he's surrounded by good talent. And it's the same people who, who still are... Uh, I mean, they're dumb, obviously. They still think the Cowboys got a good deal by giving the Raiders a number one pick for Amari Cooper, a guy that, I mean, this guy's been a ghost for like three weeks. He hasn't shown up in the Cowboys, and now they're going to have to pay him $17 million. I'm sorry, but Amari Cooper is not worth $17 million. The dude is worth about $7 million. He's a solid number two wide receiver. That's what he is and will always be. Dallas had no wide receiver, so he went there, had a couple good games, and then guess what? Just like he did with the Raiders, he just... He's like Casper the Ghost. He didn't show up. He didn't show up. You couldn't find him on the field for the next three weeks because he's inconsistent, because he's not a top five, top three wide receiver in the NFL, and he certainly was not worth giving up a first-round pick for. The Raiders robbed Jerry Jones blind, but the media does not want to admit it. So now I want to change gears. I want to talk about the current Raider players on the team. I said this on my The Raiders Daily Elite subscription service video show today. I, I want to give my offense MVP for the Raiders to Doug Martin. Yes, you heard it right. Doug Martin. This guy. I mean, I didn't... I remember when this guy, when John Gruden got this guy. I was saying... Everyone was saying. Everyone who covers the Raiders was saying... This guy's really not going to make the roster, right? It's Doug Martin. I mean, come on. The, the, the guy's, he, he's very old. He has an AARP card. He's old. You know, he, he gets a free library pass at the libraries. He's so old. This guy is so, so old. You know, I wasn't expecting him to make the team. But what does Doug Martin do? What does Doug Martin do? First of all, he wasn't really involved the first couple, maybe six games of the season. Then Marshawn Lynch goes down. Doug Martin has to take a lot of carries. And Doug Martin, this guy plays with effort every single down. This guy shows up. He doesn't care what the record says. He shows up because he's a true Raider. This guy ends the season with over 700 yards. If he would have started in week in week one and got all those carries Marshawn Lynch had, I guarantee you he would have had over a 1,000 yards. Guaranteed you. If he had all those carries... Take away Marshawn Lynch. Let's say he never played this season and they just starred Doug Martin. He would have over a thousand yards. And you know what? I think it's worth talking about. I think the national media should be talking about this because for a guy that was labeled dead, that was labeled a joke. I mean, people were making a joke on John Gruden. Even I, I'm guilty of it. They were making a joke saying... What is Gruden thinking putting Doug Martin? He's not going to make the team. He makes the team. He plays hard. He runs hard. Runs for over 700 yards. This guy did have a couple bad fumbles, but outside of that, 
This guy showed up every single day, and he was without a doubt the best running back on that team. He is my MVP because he deserves it. He really, really does. So kudos to you, Doug Martin. I hope you stay because there is a role for Doug Martin on this team. Maybe it's not the number one running back next season. Maybe it's not the number two running back next season. But Doug Martin earned himself at least an opportunity to compete for a roster spot next season if he wants to. Remember, he's really old. I don't know if he'll be able to make it. I don't know if he can even pass the driver's test at this point. He might have to have someone drive him. But either way, this guy deserves a chance. Also, the Raiders signed 13 players to uh, future contracts. Doesn't really mean that much. Just means that they have the first option to sign them and they can use them for their offseason program. A lot of people ask me, uh, what about uh, uh, Chris Warren? Why isn't he listed? He's not listed because he's actually under contract. He is going to get a legit opportunity at being the running back for the Raiders next season. Wherever they play, we'll talk about that in a second. Uh, but, you know, he's going to get a chance. And also, you know, we got the free agency coming up. The Raiders are going to have 90 to $100 million to spend in free agency when it's all said and done. They're going to have a lot of money. They got to spend it wisely. With, without a doubt, they got to spend it wisely. But I'll tell you one thing. I would not, I would not rule out the Raiders going out and getting Livion Bell. I would not rule that out. If they can get him, they might have to overpay a little bit. But if they don't have to break the entire bank to get him, and if they can get him maybe for a one-year deal, I would not be shocked at all. Mike Mayock, he loves Pittsburgh Steeler players. So does John Gruden. So same thing goes for Antonio Brown, although I don't know if Gruden wants to deal with that, especially with the stories coming out about you know him having... Personal assistance for nutrition and social media and all that kind of noise. You don't really want that on your practice field. You you just don't want that. Uh, something else you don't want, but the Raiders might not have a choice on, is appearing on Hard Knocks. Hard Knocks, the HBO show. The I love watching that show, but. It's turned into basically, hey, let's follow around a couple undrafted free agents and see what happens in the end. That's pretty much the show now, but the players hate it. And listen, when you're on that show, your team always has a terrible season. They always, always have a terrible season after they appear on that show. So I don't want the Raiders to do it, but I understand why HBO would want that. They got John Gruden, who drops F-bombs every other word. They got Mike Mayock. They got this weird situation where they don't know where they're going to play. Uh, will they play at uh, AT&T in San Francisco? Will they play at Levi's? We don't know. We really don't know. Now, the only thing I can say about that is the NFL wants an answer by February. So the Raiders got to figure something out. They could end up just staying in Oakland despite that stupid lawsuit that the, uh, that the city of Oakland filed, which they'll lose, by the way. So stupid. So dumb. I, 
I can't even read that stuff on Twitter, to be honest with you, because there's about 13 fans, I guess they live in Oakland, I don't think they even live in Oakland, but they pretend to, and, you know, they're all about, they think the lawsuit is, they're going to keep the Raiders' name, we're going to keep the Raiders' name in the colors, how are you going to keep someone's colors under a uniform, how does that even work? That doesn't work, you dummy. The Raiders, Mark Davis owns the name. He's not giving you the name in any kind of lawsuit. The NFL is never coming to Oakland ever again. You guys burned that bridge when not only did you sue the Raiders, which may have been okay, but you decided to sue 31 other football teams. What does the Baltimore Ravens have to do with any of this? You guys are dummies. The, you lose the lawsuit. It's just dumb. It, the whole thing's just stupid. But anyways, we got to talk. I mean, that's I don't even want to talk about it. It's so dumb. So let's talk about this. Like I said, Mike Mayock coming in. John Gruden coming in. Reggie McKenzie gets fired. So happy about that. I mean, really, really thrilled. He was overrated. Also, the Raiders fired Joey Clicksdale. Now, who is he? He is the guy, basically, that really did all the salary cap stuff. Reggie McKenzie got all the credit in the world. Remember the whole, well, he got the Raiders out of salary cap hell. Well, Joey Clicksdale really did that. He was really the guy pulling the strings there. He was the guy with the brains behind that operation. But Reggie McKenzie got all the credit. Reggie McKenzie, a lot of fans don't know this, but... He was more of a talent guy, like like a Mike Mayock. He was more he wasn't a salary cap guy. That's what Tom Delaney is for. That's Sean Harrock and Joey Clicksdale. And I'm not gonna go over every single name. But that's what those guys were for. Reggie McKenzie was literally there to bring in the talent. And he wasn't good at it. He was terrible at doing it in free agency, and he was terrible in the draft, taking projects, projects. In the first and second round. Now, if you want to take a project in the, I don't know, sixth round, fine. But you can't take a guy in the first round or, or second round that's not going to be good until six years from now. Because what does that do for the Raiders? Nothing. In six years, they won't be playing on the Raiders team. They'll be gone because the first four years, they won't be any good. The Raiders will let them go. Then they'll go play somewhere else and they'll look really good. That's what a project is. Reggie McKenzie, that's what he is known for. Now, most of his picks, like I said, they're not even in the NFL anymore or they're backups. I mean, look at Obi Melifonwu. I I believe he plays for the Patriots. Yeah, I have yet to see his name out there, but he's not a starter. Uh, Jihad Ward, I don't know where he is. I Honestly, can't tell you where the hell he is. Mario Edwards Jr., I thought he went to the Cowboys, but I don't know. Uh, A lot of these guys, just not good. But I will say one player who has stepped it up in the last couple of games, can't say the whole season because that wouldn't be true, that is Carl Joseph. This guy, I, 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 listen, I'm the first one. I bash this guy all the time. I think he, he was a reach to pick at. I think they picked him at 14. He was a big reach. Mike Mayock said the same thing, and Mike Mayock is always right. But anyways, he was a reach, but he did play pretty damn good. The last couple of games, the last about five games, 
He played good. He played like a potential guy that can be good in the future. He really did. So I hope that he has another great year if the Raiders don't get rid of him. I don't think they will, but I know his height is an issue. But I hope he does have a breakout year. But at the same time, then the Raiders are in a situation where do we want to pay this guy or is it fool's gold? He, you know, if you only play one good season and the rest of the time this guy hasn't been good at all, what do you really do? So they'll have a decision on their hands with that one. They got the Derek Carr decision. I think they will be getting rid of Coleccio Simile. If the Raiders part ways with them, they save $10.2 million, people. That's a lot of money. And you know what? You don't want another Donald Penn situation. You pay the guy and he comes in and he's old and, you know, he's just injury prone, broken down. Next thing you know, you end up paying for this guy who's just sitting on the bench. In fact, I don't know if you guys know this, another fun fact, he wasn't showing up to all the games. John Gruden pretty much told them that he had to travel with the team. He had, he had to start showing up at the games later on in the season because they were paying him to do nothing. I mean, that, 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 that's what's happening. But they will be uh, releasing Donald Penn and from what I'm hearing, they're going to be releasing Coleccio Simile. Like I said, $10.2 million, a lot of money, and he really wasn't that great this season. So time to move on from him. And listen, I think the future is bright for this team. A lot of people think, oh, the Raiders, they'll start winning once they get to Vegas. I don't think that's the case because Mark Davis, his goal was always to bring a championship style team to Vegas. He wanted to roll in with a winning team. He didn't want to limp into Vegas with a four-win team. He wanted to walk in with a 10-win, you know, a solid team, not a team who wins four games. Now, we'll see where they end up playing. Like I said, it's all up in the air right now, but we'll see where they end up playing. But I think next season, the Raiders are going to be good. I really do. Because they looked pretty damn good. The last four out of five games they played, other than that Kansas City game, this team competed. Now, keep in mind, half of those guys won't even be on the roster. But, you know, guys like P.J. Hall and Mo Hurst and Arden Key, once he bulks up in the offseason, mark my words, here's my prediction for 2019. Arden Key gets... 8 to 10 sacks next season. He's going to bulk up. He's going to get faster. He's going to get stronger. And he's going to be able to get to the quarterback. He already gets to the quarterback now. He just can't get to the quarterback on the ground. And it drives me insane. I mean, he's beating the defender almost every play. And he has the quarterback wrapped up. He just can't get the guy down. So that's why he's got to get stronger. He's got to do it. He can be a very good third down defensive edge rusher, and that's what he should do. Also, in other news real quick before I end this show, uh, Ryan Grigson, he will be interviewing for the with the Raiders for a front office role. That's going to be happening, uh, and I think, tomorrow or the next day, and they also have a few others. Remember, Mike Mayock is bringing in his own people. Now, that does not mean the Raiders are going to fire all the guys they got now. Usually, they wait till after the draft to fire all the scouts. Remember, 
Reggie McKenzie's brother is still on that payroll. He's still on that team. He's sleeping somewhere in that office right now because all he does is sleep because he's overrated. But he's sleeping somewhere in that headquarters. Someone's got to wake him up and say, hey, pack your bags because I have a feeling he'll be the next to go. Maybe Reggie McKenzie gets a job somewhere else and then he'll follow suit. And there's a few other guys that will probably be leaving. I don't think all the scouts will be leaving because Gruden does like some of the scouts there. But some of them will leave because Mike. it's just a numbers game. Mike Mayock is going to be bringing in his own guys. Like I said, he already has interviews lined up for this week and next week. So we will see what the Raiders do in the future. Do they keep Derek Carr for a year? Who do they get in free agency? They got a lot of money to spend. There's a lot of questions that remain. But I can tell you this. To all you Raider fans, this thing is going to get better. Mike Mayock is an awesome hire. This is a guy that all 31 other teams would ask advice for. They would want his input. And now he can use all that energy just on the Raiders. This is going to work and this is going to shock the world because if the Raiders can get the quarterback situation right, if Derek Carr can use his legs or they get another quarterback, they got to get a couple wide receivers, obviously, and that whole defense needs a makeover. This team, they can be young, mixed with a couple veterans. They'll be able to compete. They want to get stability there. That's the big key. They got Mohurst. They got P.J. Hall. They got Colton Miller. Question mark on Brandon Parker, although he he plays good some games, bad the other. We never know. But they have guys in place already. They got Nicholas Morrow, who's pretty good. They got guys there. So, you know, they got pieces already. They really do. And Jordy Nelson probably play another year. This is a guy who wasn't very good at the beginning of the season. All of a sudden, Jordy Nelson was clutch down the stretch. We started to see the real Jordy Nelson. So I have trust in Mike Mayock. So should you. I am not giving up on John Gruden. Like I said, I'm only giving him two years. If John Gruden wins four games next year, you will hear me on this show bash him trash him and throw him out. You will hear me do that. But I am giving him two years. I'm giving him this year, which was, you know, I should probably give him an extra two, but I'm not. I'm only giving him next season to improve. This team better win eight to 10 games next season. And I think they should with that schedule. All right, everyone, that is it for me. I'll be back in two weeks, maybe even one. My name is Stephen Michaels. You just listened to the greatest Raiders podcast in the world. This is the Raiders Daily.